a quote that I heard years ago, and I've actually, you've had it on slides in church before. The Lord brought me back to this quote, and it's one of those statements that has so many levels of understanding and meaning. And this is it. It's a quote by Francis Frangipani, who is a well-known theologian. And he said this, Every area of your life that does not glisten with hope means you are believing a lie, and that area is a stronghold of the devil in your life. Now, I've underlined some things in there, and I've gone through seasons in my life where certain aspects of that quote jumps out, and sometimes other aspects. It's, it's, there's just so much truth to it. And of course, if you just, I think the most important thing, it's kind of stated in the negative, but think of it in the positive as well, okay? But firstly, that term glistening with hope. I just love the term glistening with hope. That's what caught my attention, I think, to this quote. You know, to glisten literally means to sparkle with light. To sparkle with light. And, and we had a staff meeting, I think, two weeks ago. where I just, I just said, guys, I want to chat about this quote. And we spent more than half an hour, I think, in staff meeting, just, just, just unpacking the various levels of truth in this quote. And I want to I wanna actually just, just approach it from, from both sides, if you can say. The first aspect is glisten with hope. And folks, this is, and it, it's like, you know, on your car, your car has various dials and gauges and lights, etc. And, and I hope you realize that, that if suddenly on your car there's a red light that comes on and flashes, do not ignore ye olde red light, Okay. That is a warning light. It's telling you something's not okay here. And I want to submit to you that if your glistening hope light comes up on your dashboard, do not ignore it. If the areas of your life where you are, let's just say, rather hopeless, don't ignore it. It doesn't go away. And that is going to undermine you, folks. Living a hopeless life I'm not going to say where that can go to. There are other big, ugly words that follow hopelessness that I don't even want to mention. I want to scare you guys, okay? I'm just saying, don't ignore it. If that light comes on your spiritual dashboard, like, why haven't I got hope in this area of my life? In that relationship, in this area or that area, don't ignore if that light comes on. And I want to approach it from the other side because it says it means you're believing a lie. Believing a lie. And I want to actually boil it down to the word believing. We've looked at it quite a lot. You know the Gospel of John, the beloved disciple. We looked at it in John 20. He says the reason I'm writing this book is that you may believe in Jesus Christ and in believing have life. The purpose of that book was believing. Now this is, say, believing a lie. John is writing that you would believe the truth. Ultimately, Jesus is the truth. But everything he taught, everything found in Scripture is truth. As we believe truth, glistening hope comes into our lives. Okay? So the, the middle, the most important part of this whole thing is what do you believe? Remember the statement, those who believe they can. And those who believe they can't are both right. <laughs> those who believe they can and those who believe they can't 
are both right. Now, I'm not saying believing is this magic thing, and I'm not actually wanting to unpack per se believing. It's based on truth. It's based on promises that you've got from God. It's based on what God is saying to you. It's based on the rhema-inspired Word of God. That's the source of believing. I'm not saying just believe any crazy thing you know, out there and, whoa, it's going to come to pass. Believing is walking in relationship. Literally, it says, faith comes by hearing. And that hearing in, in, in Romans, that hearing is a present continuous. It means walking with Jesus. The faith that's alive in you right now is what you are sensing the Lord is breathing on and saying to you right now. It's hearing right now. And that place is a place of glistening hope. Because the Bible says, Faith is the substance of things hoped for, okay? I'm showing all my scriptures that are on. I've got a gazillion slides for you, but don't worry. I'm quoting them for you. So I've said we can approach this thing. The center part is, what are you believing? Believing a lie, believing truth. That'll determine if this glistening hope light flashes or not. But I was speaking to another person a little while ago, and I was talking about a particular situation, explaining a, a situation. And this person's response was, Ach man, it's just the devil. And when I heard that response initially, now I'm not, I'm not the kind of guy who believes there's a devil in every doorknob and I don't cast the devil out of my cornflakes before I eat it in the morning. I absolutely believe in the demonic realm. It's real. I have cast demons out of people, etc. I just don't give him that much credit that absolutely everything that happens around the universe is his, is his, yeah, is his doing. There is, more, I think, maybe more than some would think, but less than others would think is, is the work of the enemy. Let me just say that. But this person, when they said, Ahman, it's just the devil, initially I thought, ah, oh, you know, they're one of those people who just believe, you know, everything, blame everything on the devil, you know, take no responsibility for anything and... But I stood back and I thought, and I felt like the Lord actually prompted me to just listen to what the person was saying. Because the situation I was describing to them, I hadn't actually, I hadn't even thought that maybe the enemy had been involved here. And then I read this quote, and this quote made me join the dots. You see, in the middle there is, what do you believe? On the one side is, well, if you believe in truth, you have glistening hope. Okay, that's the one side you can approach it from. The other side is, well, is the enemy involved here? And when I was said, man, the enemy's involved here, I came back to this, and I was like, whoa, you know, you may be right, because some of the stuff that happened in that situation, let's just say it's, it's not, it wasn't nice. I can't say that that looked like the work of God in that situation. And I was like, no, you're right. I think the enemy has been involved here. And then it hit me, but hang on, how come this happened? And I realized there were some people believing some lies in that situation that caused them what you believe will, will influence your actions. And some things were done that caused the situation not to go nicely. And I was like, you know what you're right the enemy caused some people to believe some lies that caused them to do some things that caused the situation not to go nice. And it definitely, you couldn't describe the situation as glistening with hope. But, but, but I came at this from the other angle. I was like, 
you know what? This doesn't look like God's hand in this situation. What happened there? And I was like, it wasn't like the devil came and, you know, the thing, he made me do it, and you're uncontrollably doing stuff. No, how he does it is we believe lies. And based on lies, we take some actions, we say some things, we do some things. And I particularly, the penny dropped for me when I remembered that in Scripture, there are two words that are used to describe the enemy. The one is he's, the, he's a liar and the father of all lies. Okay? <laughs> okay. I see where this comes from. But the other thing is Scripture describes him as a deceiver. A deceiver. And I, 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 was, I went to my dictionary and I said, what is, a de what is deception? Deception. This is from my dictionary on my phone. It is an instance of actions or schemes fabricated to mislead someone into believing a lie. That's what the dictionary says. So when somebody fabricates actions or schemes intending to mislead someone into believing a lie. The Bible calls the enemy a deceiver. If you and I are believing lies, it's never lies, it's never intentional. You see how it happens, something happens, somebody says something. You 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 experience something in life that that maybe was very hard, and in that place, maybe of wounding or disappointment, in that place he comes and whispers and he says, You see, God is dot 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 fill in the dot. And now, you see, he's twisting a situation. And what freaks me out so often, it was not God that did that at all. It was very much his work. But he's now, he's now leading people to believe that God, or what I hate as well, is when he says that about people, particularly believers. You see that, therefore they, dot, dot, dot. And initially it's like, whoa. But then you may have another bad experience with that person, and suddenly it's like, you, you know that's true. That person is dot, dot, dot. And suddenly you believing lies about a person, about God. And the worst place is when you start believing stuff about yourself. Lies about yourself. And then, oh my goodness, suddenly it's a stronghold of the devil. Because he's reinforcing that lie you're believing over and over again. And suddenly you are convinced that that person over there will definitely not go to the same heaven that you go to because of what they did. There has to be another like lower heaven for them because I'm, I'm exaggerating. Folks, there's so much truth in this. I want to just look at what we are looking, looking at is glistening hope. And today Jenny mentioned, <laughs> mentioned the theme for the comrades, virtual online, virtual comrades. It's not an online comrades except this is how it works. And this, the, 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 there's a young man sitting over there that ran around Peter Maritzburg with this on his chest. Did you actually wear that, Cus? Come on. Okay. He sent it to me. I didn't get his permission. So, so Cus, please don't sue me for uh, parading your number. <laughs> but I wanted to put it up because Jenny got so excited about this. I wasn't. This was Jen's idea. 
because I was going to speak about hope. She knew I was talking about hope. And she was like, but the theme for the virtual comrades is the hope challenge. And she said, do you know what it says at the bottom? Because I also got a number like this. But I thought, I haven't actually run yet, so I can't put my number up yet because my number's not legal. This number's officially legal because it's actually done the distance, okay? But hope is... And I love the theme of hope. My wife, you know, you know these prophetic people. They just see significance in everything. Everything's connected in the spirit, okay? So together with however many 100,000 runners today who are running with hope, I want to speak and say hope is so needed in our world today. We need to be carriers of hope. We need to be glistening with hope. We need to be spreaders of hope. Amen? But we need to get a handle on what hope looks like, okay? It's not just running 21Ks or 45Ks as Josh is busy doing as we speak. Amen? Folks, hope is rooted in God. Hope is found in God. And if you want to know why I'm saying that, just click the next slide. Psalm 42 verse 5, literally David writes, hope in God. Folks, I want to submit to you. I don't know if you're going to find hope outside of God. You may find positive thinking. And I'm telling you, positive thinking is better than negative thinking, okay? So if you don't want to do hope in God, I recommend just do positive thinking. You're going to be a much better, happier camper than negative thinking, okay? Or maybe you just want to do, I'm the pessimist. You know, the glass is not half empty, it is half full, okay? You want to be the pessimist, that's fine, or, uh, but, but rather be an optimist, please. But let's read what this verse says. This is what this verse says. It says, Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you in turmoil within me? I want to submit to you, when David's writing that part of this verse, he doesn't have glistening hope in his life. I want to submit to you, he's wrestling with lies. I want to submit to you, he may be tormented by the enemy regarding he will he ever become king for 13 years folks he was chased around the desert by a mad king who was trying to kill him even though he'd been anointed to be king do you think he didn't wonder god do you think you'll ever fulfill this promise lie awake at night god is tomorrow saul's army going to come and nail us and am i going to be killed tomorrow you think he didn't wrestle with god when is this promise going to be fulfilled that I'm going to be king? How long is this king still going to chase me around in the desert? 13 years, folks. That's a long time. He said, why are you cast down, O oh my soul, and why are, you um, why are you in turmoil within me? He went through, through some rough stuff, but he says, hope in God. Some translations just, just unpack that, say, put your hope in God. Put your hope in God. I am not, I'm not advocating positive thinking or just unrealistic optimism. Folks, we can be unrealistically optimistic and incredibly positive thinking if your hope is in God. For I shall again praise Him, my salvation and my God. Look at the beginning of that one verse. We trust you enjoyed that message. And if you would like to find more info or listen to more messages, please visit our website at www.hispeoplepmb.co.za. We also upload our videos to YouTube, so you can visit our YouTube channel, or 
you can visit our SoundCloud channel to listen to more messages. For those of you who listen to podcasts, you should find our messages on your favorite podcast app. And then, of course, there's WhatsApp. If you want to receive info or events via WhatsApp, then please save this number at 061-452-0877. That would go to our church administrator, message her, and she'll be able to help you get more info. Finally, you may want to join us in person for church services at 154 Burkett Road, Scottsville, Peter Maritzburg. We hope to see you. God bless you.